0: Coming up this week, big changes are coming to Anna Nelson's boutique. One of the Imagineers behind Pirates of the Caribbean passes away, and Snoopy extends his stay at Knott's Berry Farm. Plus, later, Tony tries to teach us about fantasy football. All that next. (laughs) (laughs) From Points Across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 707, for the week of September 17th, 2017. That's a lot of sevens. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson, Hey! Mary Jo Malata Willie. Hello. Tyler Crouch.
1: Hey! There
0: he is. Michael Bowling.
1: Hey there, hi there, ho there.
0: And Tony Spatel. Hello. We have a full house tonight. Um, let's see. There let's you know. first say hello to our friends that are listening live on Mixler. If you want to hey listen again. and chat. <laughs> oh, okay. She's <laughs> saying hi. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck is she doing?
2: I'm sorry. You're
0: saying hi. She <laughs> she's allowed to say it's, hi to the folks. I thought, very there, obedient were, sometimes. I thought was, there were like people in the room <laughs> with her or something. <laughs> If we are all punching tonight, if you want to, is it? Are we? Are Amen. we breaking into the Halloween candy already? I think so. No,
3: we all had long days at Disneyland except y'all. Okay, well, I uh, I yeah. broke
2: into the caramel corn that I bought from um, the Cub Scout or yes, Boy so Scout. Fruit, I,
3: so. I, I was I was sampling mm-hmm. the salted
0: caramel. So yeah,
2: nice plug. Nice.
1: I have belly flops. We went to Jelly Belly store oh, nice. this past week, and they sell those belly flops. Mm-hmm. Oh
3: yeah yeah yeah. Those so are those addictive. are
1: good.
0: Anyway, if you I wanna, have uh, if you lis-
3: and truffle Main Street popcorn.
0: Cool. If you want to listen and chat live, uh, head over to Mixlr.com. M-I-X-L-R.com. Every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Pacific, you can listen and chat live to us. It's fun. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it is? Sure, for us. Um, and welcome to so- all the first-time chatters. We appreciate you. Uh, you. We're send, kind of still, to silt sending our thoughts out to those on the East Coast. Um, Hurricane Irma hit them, um, uh, not quite as hard as they expected. Uh, it, it was kind of, it was, it's coming, it's not coming, it's coming, it's not coming. And yeah, they got, they got some of it. So, uh, I know the Bob Varley studio was down for a little bit. It, I believe it's back up now. So, um, they're all, every, all, the team is safe. So.
2: That's the that's, most important part. That's the thing. most
0: important part. Pl- yeah. And I think I think everybody has power and actually I think there, I, I don't know, maybe Corey is still the one without power, but everybody else is, I, is back I, to I them. think
4: he just doesn't have internet.
0: Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Well yeah. that's 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 like That's just as bad that's 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 his just as life Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
4: yeah. At least he has air conditioning. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and um, to our friends in Texas too. Yeah, I yeah. mean they're still recovering.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, any housekeeping? I, I mean, we have a ton of housekeeping, but any housekeeping besides Halloween housekeeping? I have a couple. Go ahead, Major.
2: Um, first of all, you know how we're always telling people to let us know when they're in the park so we can hang out with them. Mm-hmm. And um, our good friend um Jim and Liana. Yeah, who, I saw. I didn't. I wish you, I wouldn't have known they were there. I we had. Such a nice conversation yesterday yesterday and mm-hmm. Jim's brother Jason. So they're here on a spur of the moment type trip. Okay. Uh with with their girls. And I I have to give them kudos for being um good parents because we <laughs> I, we probably talked like, like for an hour like at Carthy Circle at the uh fountain by Carthay Circle. Mm-hmm. And the girls just entertained themselves and they uh made their stroller into a uh, a Max Pass ride for Mickey, their Mickey and, Plou- and Goofy plushes, and they amused themselves while we were while we were talking, and it was just fun catching up with them. They're going to be coming out again in November, nice. so keep that in mind. So I'm hoping to see them again. And um, they gave a shout out or kudos to Catal um, for the great, uh, probably above and beyond service that they said that Catal really stood up to it the Disney name when we hear about the quality of Disney Hmm. and they had gone there based, I think on Pete's recommendation and they were, they were kind of blown away by the service they got. So um, I just wanted to to recognize them for that too. And then the other thing is that you guys know that I play mouse adventure. Uh, The company that now does it is uh, third gate games that puts it on. They put it on twice a year and they also put it on at, well disney world for anybody who's interested and i just got a, a notification that out of 133 teams we came in 10th wow.
1: congratulations yes. that's yep. wonderful
2: yeah we this is the first time that we finished all the quests um and before the cutoff time which is 4 p.m and we just felt good the whole the whole time art we just really clicked and so kudos to my team members um you guys may have heard of a girl named Kelly <laughs> and and Leslie and then Chrissy Spatel. So the four of us made up we our team was just really good and we we just knocked it out of the park. So that was a lot of fun and for anybody who who goes to Disneyland, kind of you, know, you might want to friend them on Facebook or follow them to see when they have their games. If you like trivia, you want to challenge yourself at the Disney Parks. I highly recommend them they' They've kind of branched out. So they also do universal studios and Knott's Berry farm too. So, um, just keep them in mind for the extra fun nerdy time at, at these, uh, <laughs>
0: cause we don't <laughs> do that otherwise.
2: Well, we, we do, you know, people say, you know, what do you, what do you win? And, and it was like, well, we win a fun day with friends mm. challenging ourselves on, on, uh, our trivia and our Disney knowledge, plus doing puzzles and quests and stuff like that. So it it's was an fun. extra
4: way to enjoy the place you love. Yeah. So
2: exactly. Yeah. And and there's like 133 teams. So that's that's just the basic. There were also the advanced teams. Oh, and their primary um, message to us is to be courteous to other guests. So um, for anybody that we may have annoyed, sorry. We try not to. But sorry, we had sorry, not of- sorry. And well, we had a lot of fun interaction with other guests who were trying to play along with us, and we were trying to politely tell them, no, please don't help us with the trivia. And and But it was fun just talking to other people about the game, and it, it's, it was just good. We And then we ended up with a delicious um, meal at Plaza Inn. I had the salmon. I had never had the salmon there before. It was so good. Oh, yeah. Isn't it good? Yeah. I know you've had it there before, Nancy. Yeah. But uh, it it was really well done, so... It was. It was. It's been a fun weekend.
0: Uh, Tyler and I ran into a listener too, and I don't remember her name. I apologize, but she did you have insurance? No. Ha ha. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> we met her. It was right. It was by by Carsland, right? We, at the entrance to Carsland. Yeah, she, it was right, right being, by Mater. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: It was nice to meet you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Have you had that before yet, Tyler?
4: Have I did what? I'm sorry. Have, have you, oh no, that was actually the first okay, time. But uh, she recognized you first. Yeah. 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 So don't give me credit. You're the, you were the famous one.
0: Say it's that again. Nice say say that up, again. I'm probably. sorry, I didn't hear you, Tyler. Could you repeat <laughs> that?
4: What? You're breaking up. Yeah. I, I can't understand.
0: Yeah, thanks. Any other guys? Yeah, I got key? some. Go ahead.
3: I uh, received a message from Chris Clark today, and she asked us if we give a shout out for the Delaware Meet. Okay. Um, the big fifth annual big event. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a Facebook page. They still have tickets left. Um, it is the Hilton Christiana in Newark, Delaware. Uh, tickets are available at DW. Or I'm sorry dmwa2017.eventzilla.net and that stands for the delaware magical wishes association which is the the group they ended up group name they ended up giving um it's going to be on october 7th in newark delaware um from 11 a.m until 3 p.m at the christiana hilton um Ben and Michelle Tooley of Green Gavel Auction will be returning to bring their unique style of auction mm. and fun to the live auction portion of our big event. And we already have a large number of items lined up. Buffet is included with your admission ticket of $35 for adults and $25 for children. Um, sign up on the thing. It's located off I-95 exit 4B. So um, join their Facebook page. And Tony says he can't hear anything Um yeah. <laughs> and, and Just if you can if you're on that side You know also message Chris Clark K-R-I-S Space Clark Um and see if there's Any way you can contribute you know Even if you can't attend Why not um support Give kids the world that's the main thing So um Anyway, that's cool. um, one of them. Oh, and my other one, we talked last week that um, that there were lobstery things. Um,
0: lobstery things? What?
3: You know, there were extra lobster dishes over at the Harbor Galley, and yeah. those are all gone now.
0: Oh, because... There's, okay. like,
3: shrimp salad, though, now okay. in the menu, okay. and a handful of other... Um, you know, nice, usual, um, interesting-looking dishes. So there's actually, was...
0: there's actually some menu changes going on around the resort. Yeah, um, I, I noticed online that um, there's a report that Cafe Orleans uh, has a, some different items. So I'm gonna have to check that out. I saw that at the Cozy Cone Number Three, Mary Jo, that they had the chili con carne and the bacon mac and cheese as the main cones, but I didn't. Melverda? I didn't see it. No.
2: But what do you mean? That's oh, the chili, the green chili verde wasn't there. Yeah. Well, I, I said green uh, twice, but
0: I think that yeah. it's
4: a I think that it might be a Halloween time okay. thing because I think but it's but actually. It's, but
0: it's on the main, thing. It, it's on the main uh, okay. thing. It's on the main. Uh, okay.
4: Well, maybe. I don't know.
0: I, I, I think. It, you so then, you need do to they have the be- this next week? Right. You yeah,
4: did. I guess so. Do they have the bacon mac and cheese and the Halloween mac and cheese then too?
0: Uh, I don't know what the Halloween mac and cheese... was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The must because. It's the bacon mac and cheese is on the, is on the permanent board. Yeah. All the hmm. Halloween stuff was on separate, separate things. Um, and the other note was the, the temporary nowhere eats um, booth is gone in, in Hollywood land there uh, next to the studio catering truck. However, hmm. all well, cause that was for summer of heroes. Right. Right. But, that menu transferred over to the studio catering truck, so the nachos and the two taco dishes are there, and they dropped the the hero sandwich and the falafel. The two falafel items; those are all gone. Uh, the studio catering truck did keep the the Milano drink, which is like a I don't know, like some layered foamy drink. So that's still there, but all the the the. Falafel is gone and, and the hero hero sandwich is gone, so.
3: Um Oh speak speaking of food, can I throw in something else I noticed? Yeah. Um next door to Bengal Barbecue at the fruit stand, because uh-huh. we stopped by there, right. um, they have that hummus trio that they sell at Bengal Barbecue oh, okay. at the fruit stand. Oh we oui. okay. And it's nice, it's all in that little package you get. They also have strawberries with chocolate dip. Now, whole strawberries, mm. and there's like a little chocolate dip. But Lily said it wasn't very good, it's okay. like chocolate sauce. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are like some, they're trying to play with some new items in the fresh grab, too. Oh, and you can get the poison apple mugs there, and they're a dollar cheaper than at the drink stands. Oh. And you get either grapes or pineapple skewer with it. Mm, okay. As opposed to, you know, having a sugary soda beverages. Okay. So I got my poison apple mug, and it's very nice. And it's it, I think it's a higher quality than I expected. Hmm. It's really nice.
0: Very cool. Any other housekeeping? All right. So we're going to talk a little bit about Halloween time at California Adventure, which uh, they keep saying... Uh, expanded over to California Adventure, but w- what they really mean is return to California Adventure. Um, there is a right. lot to cover, so we're going to move through fairly quickly. Um, let's do it. D- depending on time, we may not talk about Disneyland today and we'll talk about that next week because a lot of that is, is re- returning stuff. So, all right. So main entrance is done. Huge Oogie Boogie. Um, no, I saw somewhere. Is there sound coming out of Oogie Boogie? Yes, he, he talks, talks to us. you. Yeah, okay. he talks to you. Okay. Yep.
2: He was—he was, he was uh, encouraging us to come in uh, as we were leaving Disneyland today.
4: Nice. Yeah, it's pretty and awesome. And
3: he—it—it it sounds too like some of the some of the tracks sound like he's you know pinpointing people in the crowd.
0: <laughs> like Ross? yeah, he, he'll
4: kind of be like, "Hey, you, yeah, you."
3: Nice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very cool. Um, all right. What do we want to say about Buena Vista Street? Awesome. Okay. Lots
4: of purple banners.
0: Mm-hmm. Are yep. they blue or are they purple?
4: Uh, no, they're purple. They're purple. <laughs> I've already admitted this in, a, in the vlog that will be coming out very soon. Don't worry. They're not and, blue. Uh,
3: Oh, They have some really creepy vintage decorations, too. Um, yeah, the Lily, windows are great. Yeah, Lily pointed out this really, really bizarre little pumpkin with, like, teeth. Like actual, like open mouth and teeth.
0: Cool lighting yeah. at night. The purple, the purple lights in the trees. Also the bats, yeah, have, so, the bats have lights too, right?
4: Yes. Yeah. Some of them do. Yeah. And one of the things that they didn't really, at least I didn't really know was going to happen uh, that they told us about later at night was um, when dusk hits, Oogie mm. Boogie takes over the whole entire uh, Buena Vista street at that point, And his bats uh, cover up the sun and they cover up the sky this is the story that the Imagineers told us, and then, um, and then uh, you can hear him kind of just saying, "Ah, welcome to my Halloween." And uh, I guess it's kind of like an evil version of, you know, Jack's Halloween, basically. Right. Yeah, it's a, and then, and then all the version. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, then all of a sudden, all the lights turn green. The music changes from the happiness, so you have the happy Buena Vista Music Street all uh, music all day, and then. Uh, and then at night it turns into creepy stuff. So nice. it's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. yeah, I was there yesterday when they when they did this. And it was so funny because I was sitting over by that really cool uh, headless horseman statue. Yeah. And I was just kicking back back over there. And all of a sudden the bell started ringing at Carthay Circle. And it was just like this, this gong sound, right? And, and it's
4: surprising because that's something you've never heard
1: before.
2: Exactly, people yeah. started yeah. looking up, like, "What the heck is going on?" So I got the biggest kick out of people just kind of stopping and and looking up and just kind of watching. And then, um, like Tyler said, you get that voice, but then you also get—I didn't hear "Oogie Boogie," so maybe that oh, voice really? is over the front part of Buena Vista oh, Street. I was what standing. I heard I was, was the Headless okay. Horseman. Oh, interesting. So. May have to go back again to because it's it was all so new. But, um, the headless horseman, uh, steam or l- let's say smoke starts coming out of the nostrils of the steed and also from oh, wow. the jack o' lantern. And yes. the eyes glow red on the horse and also from the jack o' lantern. And like Tyler said, the music they play is like this darker. Um, it's not spooky where kids are going to start screaming, but it's definitely, um, a more it's much more halloween. ominous yes it,
4: because it, over in halloween or over in disneyland they play kind of happy halloween music mm-hmm. for lack of a better term and this is not happy halloween music
2: no so i i think um it's a little bit edgier in california adventure that's what they're looking for and i think they achieved it and um in talking to jim and and jason indiana what they were telling me is you know Disneyland, you always wonder, and I shouldn't probably be saying this, I'll join Tony in in admitting, you know, you you say, you know, we pay X amount of dollars to go to Disneyland, and then they do something like this, that just totally wows you, and you go, they did it again. Uh Right. The atmosphere that they um, that they're giving to everybody, and the trees around the fountain in Carthay Circle, everything's purple lights. And all of all of Winnevisa Street are, the, all the trees are purple lights. Question. Yeah.
5: What about for, I know they're trying to go edgier over there. Is it too, is it, would it be too edgy for toddlers or do you think they'd be fine or is there an age where you think it might, I mean, I know it's not, not Scary Farm or Universal Horror Nights, but just curious for um, parents with little ones what you thought about it. I, I think, think it's that's a really fine. good
2: question because I was paying attention to kids there, and none of them were Probably right over whimpering to get away or anything like that you know they were okay.
4: I would assume it's not that big of a deal like it's it's basically just music that's like you know organs like mm-hmm. don't you know uh ringing bells in the distance just it's really just kind of subdued music more than anything it's not like uh you know they're having screams or anything happening okay. you know you're not you wouldn't. Nobody. I don't think anybody's going to be scared.
5: Okay, I, that's good because no it was really races. that was really not about kids. That was about me. So thanks. I'm not <laughs> comfortable going. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be fine,
2: Tony.
5: Yeah.
0: And yeah. The, and of course the the famous Disney characters have their costumes on on Buena Vista Street during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I found really interesting is the the characters have their costumes on over. They're Buena Vista Street costumes.
2: Yes. So they're obvious costumes then. Yeah. Right. So Mickey still has on his
0: Newsies hat and tan slacks. Um, I don't know who else did I see. Oh, Goofy still has his his um, flapper looking outfit on. Oh.
4: So you did see Goofy? I, did I didn't get to see Goofy. Well, I, saw,
0: yeah. I saw a picture of Goofy, but yeah.
3: No, okay. I, we actually saw him today. Okay, and he's underneath his TV ghost sheet. Yeah, he's yeah. a
0: ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So they have yeah. different. Some of them have different costumes than they what they wear at Disneyland. So.
3: Well, oh. and they're more in fitting with that era of cos- mm-hmm. types of costume. Right. Like Goofy's is more of an obvious kind of. It was made from a bed sheet. Right. It was you know more antique. Yeah, style. that's cool.
0: Um, let's see. Instead of instead of a pumpkin, uh, Donald is a is a devil.
2: Yeah, was yeah. He's like story. a
0: devil vampire.
4: Okay. He's like he like couldn't figure out what he wanted to be. Basically,
0: nice. Um,
2: I also wanted to add that um, the cast members on Winnie Street. This was really cute. They got um they got a bag. And the bag was full of, you know those ring spiders and those creepy mm-hmm. crawlies and stuff? And anybody who wanted to could go up to them and reach into the bag, close their eyes, and pull out a bug. And if the bug was gold, they got to keep it and if not, they got a sticker. Hmm. You know, and I tried that at how Disneyland many and
5: Security escorted me out. So,
2: <laughs> I you'd be surprised how many adults got in line to get those those uh, little yeah. the little bugs and stickers. Yeah, hey,
4: stickers but are the amazing. Kids,
2: yeah, the the kids were. It was just a really nice added touch. Um, I don't know why they did it, unless it was to keep people on Buena Vista Street because it happened right before. Mm-hmm. I'd say about maybe twenty minutes before. The, um, the the evening show came on to to announce the, the night. All right.
0: Anything else on Buena Vista Street we need to
2: mention? Um, there's this big moon behind Oogie Boogie and the entrance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they light that up at night, too. I, when I was walking on out, both, I was On like,
0: both sides, even.
2: Yeah, yeah, on both sides. So walking from Buena Vista Street towards Disneyland, if you don't know what it is you're looking at, I was like, "What's that big bright thing from Disneyland?" I had no idea <laughs> until I got closer. It's
4: actually really cool looking when you look at it from Buena Vista Street, and you're like exiting at the end of the night. It, I think it's really neat. Yeah. There,
2: yeah, there's there's a lot of details, right?
4: There really are. It's a it's amazing uh, what they've done with the place, and it makes Disneyland feel slightly barren, if I'm honest, but. <laughs> you know even even uh even downtown disney had uh, gotten the spirit this oh, year yeah you oh, know, we didn't,
0: yeah, yeah, we didn't
4: even realize yeah. that was gonna happen but it, there were basically just like pumpkins and gourds everywhere and they even set up these like basically pumpkin trees that had uh You know, they were basically black frames with like lots of pumpkins um, stacked up that made them look like trees, basically. And they were all, I'm pretty sure these are all real pumpkins. They did, none of them looked fake to me. So, and the
2: gourds, too, right? And they had all kinds of different um, hearts, winter squashes. Nancy could probably name every single one of them. But let's let's not. All right. um. No, but I'm just, um, do you think I don't? I didn't see that nighttime. Do you think they light those trees up that you're talking about, Tyler? Uh, a,
4: a few of them are lit. They they okay. kind of lit them with the lights that they have available. They haven't added any like extra lights, basically.
2: Okay. So
0: yeah. All right. Let's some move of on. them. Let's move on to Cars Land. Uh, yeah. Oh, too oh my fun. gosh. So.
4: Cars Land is amazing.
5: Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Question. Hi. Yeah. Good far, because I haven't seen it and I really want to see it. Everybody was kind of. At d twenty three great cars land they're just throwing some stuff in carsland no. but you guys all just said it was amazing so do you think they undersold it at d twenty three or it's just amazing is it mm-hmm. is it amazing because it's cars land or is it a ama- i'm just or was it amazing I think it's just amazing
4: I think it's something they showed us, you know, four or five pictures at D23. And that's one thing. But when you walk into an environment and you're completely immersed and surrounded by just
0: a decoration Uh, everywhere you look. It's more than what they do for Christmas, don't you think? Exactly. Yeah, it is.
4: I I agree with you. It's like it's everywhere. And and it's actually I mean, there's even um, at the end of the, uh, you know, Again, at dusk, they have another Halloween moment. It's brand new. They have uh, the sheriff come on, and he talks about what happens uh, at each, how each person celebrates Halloween. He's like, oh, here's what's happening over at Flows. And, and, all, and he goes cool. through each and every uh, person's, uh, uh, you know, place of residence. And at, while this is happening, they're, they they set up at the end of the street at the town hall, mm-hmm. um, basically these eyes with, like, these cone mouths. Uh, uh, and. hmm the windows have projection projections in the midnight and the eyes come alive and they look around. And so it's amazing stuff like that, that you didn't even expect these little touches. So
2: uh-huh.
4: even when you're walking around during the daytime, you're going to miss things. If you're not there at night, it's, it's actually really impressive.
2: So it's a different experience at nighttime kind of. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
3: And considering the experience at daytime, that's even cooler. Yeah that it they've really taken it to that next level um
0: so so every i mean everything's decorated all the shops the the restaurants um they've changed out all of the car hoods it ramones
3: oh god they're gorgeous Uh, they're
0: really great
4: yes
3: they're they're all dia de los muertos hoods
0: they're really great
3: oh we were trying to look for my favorite things We were trying to look for Little Hidden Mickeys on him, but it's going to be even twice as hard.
0: Um, they changed the signs in front of Flo's. They changed Mater's sign. They added mm-hmm. Halloween songs to Mater. They added Halloween yep. songs to... Uh, uh, Luigi's. Luigi's. Uh, they changed... They, oh,
3: Inside Ramones.
0: Okay. They changed... Inside
3: Ramones, they... Um...
0: They changed DJ's show.
3: DJ mm-hmm. has
0: a costume. He's a, He's a punk rocker now, and they changed his show...
4: And they did tell me that Red yeah. also has a costume okay. and Cruz has a costume, but they just haven't shown them yet. Um,
0: awesome. I, I saw Cruz yeah. I saw Cruz on the internet. She's a she's a pirate. Okay. Well, like, who just, did you this was this DJ, was on Friday. DJ DJ. Yeah, DJ
3: has a different
0: costume. DJ DJ okay. has a DJ has a mohawk. Yeah, he's a trunk rocker. Yeah, he's <laughs> a trunk rocker. Um and of course Mater is a vampire and uh Lightning Queen is a superhero.
4: Yep. Um, uh, and also the, uh, the entire Cadillac uh, mountain range uh-huh. is, is purple and green. Nice. And if, and if you ride radiator Springs at night, it is much darker. They don't light the track at night.
0: Oh, wow. Ooh, okay. Yeah. How cool.
4: So, uh, so you'll just be going through a very dark. Do- oh, also the waterfall is blood red. Oh, nice. So it's kind of a neat little touch. Oh my uh, gosh.
2: That's so cool.
4: Yeah. So, but
0: I mean, and it's, and a, the, it's a,
4: things everywhere. Yeah, and
0: the decor I mean, all the cozy cones have have scary mouths on them, and there's
4: yep. a spider car in front of mm-hmm. Flows, which is made from a Mr. Toad, uh, an old Mr. Toad vehicle.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: and they put legs on it. So, yeah,
3: that one's really, really cool.
4: Yeah.
3: And then, and then nobody, nobody's mentioned yet. The Pa de Resistance, the um, the old wreck. Around yeah. the tree in oh, front of, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Lizzie's and that's, which yeah. comes alive yeah. all exactly. day. Yeah. And it's so awesome. in the daytime, like we were just standing in front of it, looking at it. And all of a sudden the little radiator cap started smoking. And like different, different, like the radio started changing to different songs.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and really you like hear how it trying they... to come back alive.
3: Yeah. I really
2: like how they have these surprises right you know these are not things that they really announce that they're doing right so as as the day goes on
4: oh and one of my favorite things too Uh is uh there's a model in the uh cozy cone
2: okay
4: that is a it's a model of the brakes motel
0: nice (laughs) and and
4: so and for anybody who doesn't know i i did ask uh one of the imagineers i was like so uh so I would like. Does uh, Norman Brakes live there? And he was like, according to legal, no.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and um, oh so, yeah. And then the tra- the tractor that the, the photo op tractor in front of Mater yes. is dressed as a mummy.
3: It's so cute. Yeah. It is so cute. And you can still take pictures with it. But
0: I mean, you y- you can't go five feet without seeing something Halloween. Car yeah, brand. it's
4: actually it's actually really cool. There's a little story that we were told too that the scarecrow car in the front of Cars Land this okay, year, yeah, yeah, yeah. it has a name. It has a name. Its name is Scary the Scarecrow and or the sca- Scary the Scare Car, I mean. And um there's actually if you go on Luigi's uh Halloween uh whatever, I can't remember the name of it right now. Luigi's uh whatever. Yeah. If you go on that ride, there's a song about how him and Guido built Scary the Scare Car.
0: Nice. Oh, cute. So,
4: yeah, so it's actually like it ties it in with, uh, we, with like okay. there's actually a story for everything. Do we know it's how many okay, they
3: missed a huge opportunity in not making scary the scare car merchandise. Right? Like a little doll like they do with Snowy.
1: Mhm.
0: Do you know how yeah. many how many different songs, how many new songs are on Mater and and Luigi? I think it's five. four. Four. Okay, okay, five.
4: Okay. I think five? it's
3: five because so, we okay. stood in line today and we heard, we heard a take on Monster Mash. We heard a take on to Welcome to Scariator Springs yeah, or something radio like screams, that. Yeah. Um, Radiator Screams. Um, and
4: they have a Miss Lizzie, uh, the the witch Miss Lizzie one.
3: And there's another take on another Monster pop- Smash. There.
0: Did you already say that? Yeah. Anyway, there's oh,
4: several.
3: Good. Okay. Purple People Eater. Or Flying yeah. Purple. I don't remember what it is. I, yeah, but it's...
4: I think there's four, but that's... Yeah, it doesn't okay. really... There's four or five, either way.
3: Yeah. They were still all really fun.
1: Yeah, they are really great. And
3: of course, you have to pay your respects inside, ro- inside Ramon. You know, Ramones is all Dia de los Muertos, so there's the cute little Dia, Dia de los Muertos car in mm. front of the The sugar skull car in front of the the shop but inside they have a whole um a whole familia shrine to dock nice nice oh i didn't even see that
4: that's amazing
3: room of the first merchandise room when you come in from the flow side
1: and they took that
3: entire cubby and made it into a familia shrine room Uh, it's beautiful
4: That's cool, but it's also weird considering that you can go on the ride right next door and he talks to
2: you. <laughs> True.
0: Continuity, folks. Continuity.
2: You know, I was there yesterday, and obviously, there's so much more that that I'm um, gonna have to go back and just see because I yeah. there's a lot that I haven't seen.
0: Oh, all right, let's move on. <laughs> speaking speaking of Familia, let's head over to Paradise Gardens. You, I did that segue. Uh, I'm not.
5: <laughs> wait now just because yeah. you make a segue doesn't mean speaking of familia i want you to make this segue work
0: oh no de la, plaza de la familia is the overlay for paradise gardens for the halloween plus season.
5: i wanted you to just say plaza de la familia yeah, the okay. way tom, only tom bell can say it <laughs>
0: <laughs> plaza de la familia Familia. Um, Okay, so this is a Dios de los Muertos overlay of Paradise Gardens sponsored by Coco. Uh, Mary Jo, did you make it back there?
2: I did not. Okay. Uh, I didn't either.
0: So they have free face painting. Yay! They have a photo op in front of the Tree of Life. And then they have little papers. This is similar to the... um,
2: Asian New Year,
0: yeah. Where you write a memory on it and you can tape it. You don't put it on the tree. There are strings that you t- tie it to a strings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There is a uh, uh, outdoor vending cart with some of the desserts and the elotes,
5: which is the corn. You did that really well. You I, like think, that? I think thanks. I okay. think uh, Mary Jo should have commended you on that one.
2: And then I, I mentally did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> thanks. Um, <laughs>
0: And the the pavilion there that they sometimes have characters in.
5: In pavilion?
0: Um, hmm? Shut up!
5: I was making oh. a joke.
0: <laughs> they have um, seen like it's like just a display for Coco. So they have pictures and things like that about Coco. It's not really all that elaborate, Tyler. Right?
4: No, I yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. interesting to look yeah. at. You yeah. kind of walk in, you go, yeah, this is cool. I mean. Yeah if If you want to spend a little bit of time reading everything, I, but to me it was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. And then I was like, well, let's go get some lunch. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, we'll skip we'll skip that. We'll come back to that. Um, so they have a, a show that is way more than I thought it was and in the wrong place than I thought it was. so the 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 <laughs> the, the, the mariachi divas and some dancers and uh, a host sing some songs from Coco, and I thought it was just going to be on the stage, but it's not. It's out front of uh, Paradise Gardens, kind of where they had uh, Elena's uh, show. Not not, yeah. the, not the big space that they use for via via Navidad, Viva Navidad, but the more, it's like right in front of the entrance of, of Paradise it, I, Gardens.
4: And I think that's kind of weird that they do it right in front of the entrance of uh-huh. Paradise Gardens, yeah. but that's um, exactly where they do it.
0: But so the three three songs from Coco they have some dancers that are s- dancing with skeletons and they uh, have the mariachi cool divas Mariachi Divas so.
2: so what did you think of the show?
0: We were in the wrong spot so we got there late so we didn't see much of it. Yeah,
4: we only saw a little bit of it. It seems cool. I'm a little bit I maybe I'm wrong, but it seemed like the Mariachi Divas maybe weren't miked up, so it seemed like they had a background track with them which is kind of a bummer because i know that they have great music they don't really need a background track
0: right
4: you know but um but yeah other than it seemed like a nice it seemed like a very entertaining show i'll put it it, i have they came from the back of the of the plaza and kind of like worked their way up they did like kind of a small little cavalcade up to the show and we're just kind of getting everybody excited
0: and the problem is nobody knows any of the songs yet so yeah
4: yeah. That's true, too.
0: We, um, we
2: had the same thing with Frozen. It'll change. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So uh, Paradise Garden Grill has an entirely new menu for Plaza de la Familia. Um, they have a chicken tamale dish. They have uh, steak tacos. They have a vegetarian dish with a potato cake. And mm. they have a... What did you have, Tyler? The, oh, the chicken... Mole... Mole verde chicken. Yeah. Ooh. No. No.
2: No. If it's like the kind that they had before, it's basically chicken with mole sauce on it, right? It was not mole. I mean,
4: it is, but it was green. It, was green. it looked like uh, I'll just. Gonna, I'm just going to get graphic. It looked like baby vomit or something. Like really, it it was weird. It just didn't. I mean, It, look, it we'll looked have, like
0: oh. overly processed guacamole. That's the edgy part of
5: the Halloween thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I like think garbage right.
0: pail kids.
5: Yes. That's the color. <laughs>
4: there you go. That green slime guy from Nightmare mm. Before Christmas made my food. No, um, it, it was, it was, it was good. I mean, overall it was fine and well, we're going to have a vlog coming out about it soon. But, uh, It just didn't taste like much. That's Mm -hmm. the the sad part. And I had
0: had the steak tacos, and they also didn't taste like much. There was was three tacos um, with pickled vegetables on it, and each one had a leaf of cilantro. Uh, There was, like, pickled onions and thin sliced carrot. Uh, Some steak that was – it wasn't, like, it was grilled steak. It was, like, braised steak or something. Because it was like interesting. It, it had a sauce. It had a
4: sauce to it. It was overcooked. I think is yeah. the, is part of the problem.
0: It was like slow cooked yeah. steak almost. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. steak. It was it was beef, but it wasn't steak. Um, and then each each dish came with a side of what they called golden rice. I'm using air quotes, which just looked like Spanish rice to me. And uh, black which beans. was fine. And black beans.
4: And the black beans were the best part. I think we both agreed, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So, and then they I'm
2: wondering s- if the golden rice would maybe like with saffron in it or something, yeah, maybe, mm-hmm.
4: yeah, yeah. Saffron. And then, uh, we also tried a dessert, we tried the pan de muerto,
0: yeah, that was true,
4: which is pa- pun, yeah. pun. Yeah, um, pawn. I'm trying my best. dead
0: bread, dead bread. Yes, dead bread. Yeah. So it was filled with custard. It was like it was Mexican bread filled with custard and covered with. Filled this... with
4: custard is generous. It was yeah, like I'm sorry. It, it was a ha- smidgen it, of custard.
0: It, <laughs> it, my my slice was good, um, <laughs> and covered with sprinkles that went everywhere.
4: Yeah, the sprinkles. I like the sprinkle part.
0: Uh-huh. It was good. It just
4: like Tom got. Uh, tom got the bite with all the custard in it and none of the other pieces like there was one piece with custard in it and there was three I'm sorry pieces already. Jeez. and it's not and it's not his fault the thing is is it's not your fault you know mm-hmm. like it it's it really isn't it, the thing is is it should have been like it should have been a little bit more spread out yeah, in there or there yeah. should have been a little bit more like
3: somebody might have thought they had a good grip on the bag and didn't uh, when they filled it yep
0: yeah who
4: Can knows squeeze
3: it hard enough
1: yeah.
0: Um. But I mean, I like seeing different things at that. Well, I actually don't because I love the regular menu. But it's nice that it's nice that this year there is something different there. They just and didn't implement it well because it's normally the same Mexican menu every every year. But I really they, want to
4: try the – Sorry. Go ahead.
0: They they at least they did a different menu this year, but they just didn't implement it well.
4: Right. I really want to try the potato cake mm-hmm. things. I just I just knew it was going to be a long night, and I needed yeah. like. I want-
3: some... I wonder if they're like the potato cakes that um, that uh, Steakhouse Fifty Five served for their breakfast, because they have a a round potato cake that they this serve is with fast the egg- food. Uh, egg- this... yeah, yeah. I know, but those look like they could be pre. You okay. know, that you could get a version of them. They're okay. pre.
4: Maybe I don't know. Pre- they had
3: a... They're like an inch thick and. Yeah.
4: They had a chef from Yucatan come out and make this menu, so I'm not really sure uh if it was the same stuff i have no idea I, i'd like to try it though it sounds that yeah. sounds pretty good and i don't know how you can mess up a fried potato cake so
0: right um, um but it, yeah. i, I and think then, i think what we decided also is that everything was under seasoned
4: yeah that was kind of the main trying thing
0: for the more
5: you know that's been a problem yeah as if you've heard a lot of the reviews that seems to be more of a problem than it used to be
0: and and and, and... We were hoping that there would be some kind of hot sauce at the at the condiment stand, and there wasn't. So,
5: yeah,
4: I even went back and did a double check. I was like, really? (laughs) But I I did also get to try. I don't know if you want me to talk about it right now, but I did get to try a couple other things uh, that night. From they let me try a little sample of the ghostly pepper nachos.
0: Okay, and which are going to be
4: available at Cove Bar. Okay. And those uh, were really good. The beef was really flavorful and tender and the sauce on it was spicy. Like if you're going to call something ghost pepper, it better be spicy. And it definitely was. So, uh, it wasn't like crazy blowing my mouth off, but I also like spicy food. So, um, keep that in mind, but I really thought that was great. And then another thing I tried was, uh, the kimchi pork belly taco, which is going to be available in Hollywood. um, I'm not exactly sure where, because I feel like Probably. I'm not sure where in Hollywood. But
0: I'll I'll have to look and see. It might be yeah, um, studio catering.
4: Yeah, it, it, it very well sense. could be. I, I I just thought it would be available already if that was the case, but who knows? Anyway, yeah. I thought it was um I thought it was good, but I thought it was very the kimchi was like very fermented taste for me, and I know that's what kimchi is, and maybe just kimchi is not my favorite thing, so that might be a thing that you know that's my fault but uh, overall i thought it was good the pork belly was really tender and then there was a chocolate bat cookie um that th- this is the first chocolate cookie they've ever made apparently hmm. um and it was nice. like a milk chocolate and it was really actually pretty good it was just a, a chocolate sugar cookie um not that not overly frosted or anything so i don't know just shaped like a bat it was cool and then uh, over at um smoke jumper grill they're gonna have a poison apple lemonade and i got to have that too and it has little cherry bombs in the bottom of it that you suck up with like one of those boba straws
3: yeah the little the little flavored bobas the flavored right. bobas versus the tapioca bobas
4: right exactly it's more like a sugar bomb than a than like a tapioca yeah. thing so
3: yeah i mean it was like good yogurt.
4: yeah it it was good. It just wasn't my. This isn't my. These drinks aren't my jam. You know. Now maybe if I had a, a some a couple shots of something to put in there.
3: Just with you people in boba hate? It,
4: It's just. It's just not my. It's just very sweet. It's like a very sweet lemonade, and then yeah. you put sugar bombs in the bottom of it. So it's it's a lot for me. I can I like it. I like it about um, halfway down, and then I'm like I'm good on this, you know. And so if you're telling me you want me to spend around four bucks on it, that's just it's just a little pricey for my blood. But um, overall, you know, I really liked these offerings. You know, the lemonade was probably my least favorite. Um, I'm really looking forward to getting the ghost pepper nachos again.
0: And and a was a fun wheel drink. I'll definitely get a fun wheel. Now I wonder. I
4: wonder if those bartenders have put together any Halloween secret menu items. Uh, I'll yeah. have to go over there. And I heard it that out. they
2: do have some. supposed to be a,
0: a special cocktail. Yeah, I, 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 I found the article. Um, let's see. Need to
2: research that, Tyler. Uh,
0: let's Sorry, my bad.
2: You? I'm looking now. <laughs> scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Um, You're an assignment.
3: Right. <laughs> you sound like me.
2: Yeah,
4: I is? uh
0: oh Cove bar the special ghost pepper nachos um and a and a spe- holiday holiday cocktail. Uh what were we asking about the the um taco, right? What was it? The cocktail? No, the the taco earlier. Oh. Um let's see. I'm thinking that's probably Oh, the
4: kimchi taco, kimchi yeah. taco. It's in Hollywood somewhere. Uh, that's what they told us.
0: Studio Catering Dragon's Breath Tacos. There you go. That'll yeah, be at the truck. Cool.
4: And if that's what Dragon's Breath smells like, I don't want to be near <laughs> Dragon.
0: <laughs> All right. Anything else in, in, in Plaza de la Familia we need to talk about? All right. Speaking of Dragon's Breath, oh, God, I'm good tonight.
2: <clears throat> <laughs> you told yourself if I, that.
0: If I do Keep say going. so
2: myself.
4: Let's see where this goes.
2: Guardians
0: know, right? of the Galaxy: Monsters After Dark.
2: Dark. dark. How was it?
0: I loved I, it. Yeah. Tyler.
4: Okay, so <laughs> not so I, much. I I thought it was really impressive, to be honest. And, um, I'm 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 kind of one of those people that this is this ride is a little bit too intense for me now. I like. I kind of missed Tower, and Terror, Tower of Terror because it was slightly less intense. I enjoyed that ride a little more just because it didn't blow my socks off, socks off every time I rode it, but I I this ride is this ride is really intense, but um the the overlay was like it's, epic. Yeah, okay, I, so it's impressive. It's
0: it I mean the outside queue is the same, but once you get in the inside queue, here's here, let me let me preface this by saying if you haven't ridden the original attraction a lot of it's going to be, you're going to miss a lot. I mean, a lot of it's going to be lost on you. Um, they have That's the coolest thing about this, right? Is that this, I don't know about you, but
4: this is the first time I, I can think of that. This is a sequel to a, yeah, an attraction.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So in the, in the main lobby, it's like the, the alarm, cause they, they have realized that the guardians are gone. So the alarms are going off. The, the cases are blinking red lights um, since the cases have opened, anything that's live has escaped. So they have the the container that contained Cosmo covered up with a sign that says "Yes, I don't I don't remember what it said." Just,
4: Sorry for the inconvenience.
0: Yeah. This yeah. display is yeah. like yeah. unavailable right now.
2: Cosmo's yeah. the dog, right? Cosmo's the yeah, dog, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The space and, and,
0: dog. Yeah, space dog. Um, sit, Cosmo. Um, and but the 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 display screen. Is like going crazy, um, just blinking and, and please stand by. And you get bits and pieces of the original, the original video. And then the, the, I don't, does she have a name? The lady that's, oh like she oh, does have a name. Like assist- yeah, but she does.
4: I, I can't think of her name Mantis? right now, but she, she, she does. No, 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 not, not Mantis. No, like the, the assistant, assistant of the collector. Yeah.
0: The- Hang on. I'm googling. She, she comes on and says some things. You get like, almost, like, security camera pieces. Yeah, it's this,
4: security camera footage. There's a ghostly of just... image
0: of... Is it Yandu? Yand, Yandu? Oh,
4: yeah. I didn't see
0: that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I cool. Yeah, so all kinds and of even, things.
4: Yeah, and even before you get in the building, I know you were there before it got dark, Tom, okay. but, like... When the outside? You, uh, yeah, the outside, the entire building... If you think about it, uh-huh. the at the end of uh, uh, Mission Breakout, we shut down all the power to the building, right. so the outside of the building is completely different nice. uh, because Mission Breakout is all green and it's a big display of power. Right. You can see kind of power going everywhere. Yeah this is like flashing red lights and like you can, and they have a laser, they've set up a laser system to do laser projections on the side of the building. That show kind of sparks flying off of it every now and then and stuff like that. It really is amazing. I'm really shocked with how much they did uh, on on the exterior.
0: Once you get to the place where you're waiting to go into the, into the office, you hear the, you hear the announcements But you kind of hear that the the speed is changing on the announcements and the lights are blinking when they shouldn't blink and you how it says something about raising your hands, you only hear bits and pieces of it. Um it's just like everything has gone haywire. Uh so then they release you into the into the the um collector's office um i don't think it even i don't think the video even starts does it it's it's just like a like a a weird screen. no it's
4: yeah it's just a screen like some kind of yeah and weird then, screen until and then rocket is the one who yeah rocket
0: of... uh tells you gives you the storyline of of what's going on now for the second ride um new the animatro- animatronic is there Um, gives you, tells you that Groot got left behind and you are basically the bait to keep the monsters busy while he goes Mm. and rescues Groot. Um,
4: and it's actually a really funny scene. Like everybody in my, everybody like in the room, like laughed when I don't even want to spoil it, but Rocket is just like, uh,
0: mm, mind. And it's just funny. You have to see it. Yeah. Uh, then, of course, you, the boiler room's basically the same, other than, uh, the lighting at the doors is different. And again, the, 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 the announcements are slightly different.
4: They've added a bunch of new spotlights, and okay. the spotlights are tracking uh, all over the room okay. looking for, for the monsters that yeah. have broken out, Yeah, yeah. and uh, and there are flashing red lights, and if you look carefully at a couple of the walls, there are also new projections that they've added, okay. and you can see shadows of some of the monsters cross through the lights every now and then.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get on the ride like you would normally do, uh, doors close, and instantly uh, rockets there. Um and I won't give you the whole thing, but but the 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 last thing he says to you is, "Look delicious." Um, <laughs> so, and I, I I think this was a little more intense than the daytime ride.
4: Um, I don't know. To me, it was. It, to me, it felt. You're, you're I not did a, the. You're I did the other judge. one. <laughs> I know. To me, it just. I mean, I'll be honest with you all. I I was like, definitely after the first drop and I'm holding, I'm holding a camera trying to film for this website. And I, I was like shaking. I'm not even kidding after the first, like, because they, they, you know, for anybody that doesn't know this, uh, this ride doesn't, you don't, you're not falling, you're not dropping. This ride pulls you down.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, it actually pulls you down faster Faster. than gravity. So, so so um, it it really gets to me in, on that first drop but you know i I think it's in a fantastic ride and I wish that it didn't get to me so much as, <laughs> you know and i and i think I, i'll be i'll be flat out honest here i w- i think the overlay is better than the regular ride okay. um, i i think that the building looks better on the outside mm-hmm. i think kind of the story is more like interesting and yeah. and it's just i think it's funnier
0: um there are um, there are way more like places where you stop. During the during the ride, um, and then you 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 stop. You get a great view of Disneyland because it's yeah. it stops for several seconds at the open the open window as the as the announcer comes on and tells you, "Please get through your belongings and exit." <laughs> <laughs> and this is why you're at the top of the the top of the tower. Uh,
4: yeah,
0: it's just so my favorite part is basically. yeah yeah.
4: yeah. My favorite part is when the ride is over. I don't want to say anything else more about that. But the last, mo- the last like two moments of the ride, when you're still moving forward after the drops are over, when you're moving forward, there's a very funny line, and also, or a very funny part, I should say. And then also, uh, the woman that we were just talking about, the collector's assistant, she has a very funny line when you're unbuckling your seatbelts and stuff. So. It's yeah, it's a it's I, really great.
0: I'm gonna need to go on it again, but um they had a little trouble that first night or the first day. Um the the rule was supposed to be that fast passes for monsters after dark begin distributing at three PM. So I'm sitting there refreshing my Max Pass and it never came up, never came up, never came up. So I went and asked the uh guest services there the Front of Cars Land, he's like, "Oh no, six o'clock." I'm like, okay. So five o'clock, I go over to uh, Guardians, um, and I hear people saying that fast passes have already been distributed. I'm like, "Wait, wait, wait, what?" So apparently, fast passes were distributed starting at three o'clock. Uh, however, they were still having, they were even having trouble with the machines. And they ended up just handing out a stack of fast passes that were good for 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. So there was a huge line of fast passes at the very beginning. And um, I think eventually they got it fixed because I think I saw uh, Jim replied that we right. talked about earlier that they were able to get fast passes using the app. So, yeah. um, now the, the ride closes or the line closes at like five. Um, they clear out the line and then quickly do the changeover. The first night, it didn't start on time. It started about 6.15, 6.17 when the line finally opened. S- line started moving. Um, I got in line at 5.15, and I got on the attraction at 7.15. So, so that's two
2: you- hours. Two
0: hours. Yep. Yeah. And and I was Just probably like the old days. Yeah, I was probably lucky because when I I walked like right into the line, there were people lined up all the way down um, Hollywood Boulevard, and, you know, around the corner. So it was three four hour line. I'm sure the first night. Uh,
4: even the uh, even the fast pass line was going all the way down to the door where the trolley comes from backstage. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was going all the way down to there and then yeah. it was looping around the right hand side. So, so hopefully it was hopefully full they up. get
0: hopefully they get the the technical stuff figured out because the right is awesome. Yeah. Um and like you said, it's it, it's, it's almost even better than the, the than the original that's not that old.
4: I think it's impressive, and I think one of the things like that makes it more impressive is they take advantage of the darkness mm-hmm. and they make it seem like a uh, they they really do make it seem like an entirely different place than it was as Tower of Terror, right. because they take advantage of this darkness. Like I almost wa- I almost think now that the regular version is a little bit too bright. Hmm. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's right. that's enough about Guardians.
0: Okay, cool. Um, is there anything Halloweeny at DCA we missed? I think that's about mm-hmm. it. Mm. And uh, we've talked a lot, so we will talk about disneyland next week after we hit the halloween party and all of that stuff so um let's let's move on to news real quick um let's start with a sad story michael you have that don't you
1: i do Uh, Disney legend Xavier X. a former Imagineer and Disney animator, passed away on September 10th, 2017 at the age of 98. Disney fans know X was responsible for helping to create several of our favorite Disney theme park attractions, including Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion. But you may not know that X began his career working on Disney animated classics like Pinocchio and Fantasia. Born in Walsenburg, Colorado on September 4, 1919, Xavier, his friend shortened his name to X, moved to Los Angeles in 1937 to attend the Chenard Art Institute. His instructors had to encourage X to submit his portfolio to the Walt Disney Studio because the young artist was shy and he believed a job with the Disney Studio was out of his reach. When he was offered the job as an in-betweener for animated shorts in 1938, he ran from the studio on Hyperion Avenue to his aunt's house, shouting, I got a job at Disney! When X saw his first on-screen work at the premiere of Pinocchio, he was moved by the audience's reaction. He worked on Fantasia after being promoted to assistant animator. His career was temporarily interrupted by World War II when X joined the Army Air Corps. He returned to the studio in 1945 and worked for the next eight years on animated shorts. His first screen credit was for Toot, Whistle, Pluck, and Boom in 1953, an Oscar-winning film that took audiences through the history of music. Other films X contributed to during this time included Noah's Ark in 1959 and A Symposium of Popular Songs in 1962, both Academy Award nominees, as well as Jack and Old Mac in 1956. Now, X gained story and layout experience through his work on the I'm No Fool series for the original Mickey Mouse Club. Hmm. X worked with Bill Justice and T. Hee on the stop-motion animation used in the shorts Noah's Ark and A Symposium of Popular Songs. Now, though he said he had no patience for that type of work, he and Bill Justice were assigned to work on stop-motion sequences for the Walt Disney feature films The Parent Trap in 1961, Babes in Toyland 1961, and Mary Poppins in 1964. X said he and Bill used some of the toys from Babes in Toyland for the tidying up the nursery scene in Mary Poppins. Mm. The soldiers marching into the toy box in Mary Poppins are the same soldiers used in the March of the Wooden Soldiers sequence from Babes in Toyland. In 1965, X grudgingly transferred to Wed Imagineering at the request of Walt Disney to work on the primeval world diorama for the Disneyland Railroad. And X recalled, I hated leaving the studio. I had a nice office there. When I got over to Wed, I had a couple of sawhorses and a piece of plywood (laughs) for my desk. That's the way it was until I got my feet wet. They didn't have posh offices then. However, the close-knit feeling and the camaraderie amongst the Imagineers reminded him of the old days at the studio. When X arrived at Wed, no one knew what he was supposed to do. Then one day Walt called X and told him, I want you to do the script for Pirates of the Caribbean. Despite never having written a script, X trusted Walt's judgment that he could do it. Said X, I did one scene, the auctioneer scene and sent it over to him. He said, that's fine, keep going. Then after the script was done, I said, I think we should have a little song in there. I had an idea for a lyric and melody. I recited it to Walt. I thought he'd probably say, that's great, get the Sherman brothers to do it. Instead, he said, that's great, get George Bruns to do the music. And that is how Exitensio became a songwriter. Yo ho, a pirate's life for me is one of the most iconic of Disney songs. Pirates of the Caribbean, that Walt Disney attraction that Walt Disney directly supervised, Walt passed on December fifteenth, nineteen sixty-six, just three months before the attraction opened. But X helped him to experience it it in a way. We mocked it up on a soundstage in full size, and we pushed Walt through it. We rigged up a cart that moved about the same pace as the boat would and we moved him through and we had the auctioneer up here and he said, what do you offer this buxom wench? And on the other side, a pirate yelled six bottles of rum, etc., etc." But it was hard to hear. And I said, I'm sorry, Walt, you can't hear stuff too clearly. And he said, if you go to a cocktail party, you tune in on one conversation and then you tune in on that one. Every time they come through, they'll see something new. And I thought, why the heck didn't I think of that? X once described the thrill of acknowledgement when, as a young artist, Walt first greeted him with a robust, hiya, X. And X recalled, Walt was a father image. You felt good merely having been in the presence of his dynamic personality. X was deeply moved by the passing of Walt Disney. Looking back on that day, X recalled, I remember the day he died, how I was affected by it. They dismissed us at noon that day, and I came home. Traditionally, I always bought my Christmas tree on the 15th of December. Since I had the afternoon off, I came home, but felt real bad just sitting around. So I thought, oh, I'll go out and get the tree. I bought the Christmas tree and came home. As evening fell, I started thinking about Walt being gone again. I sat in the living room and started to cry. I cried and cried, just bawled my eyes out. It was as if I'd lost my father, you know? I really got choked up. Dick Irvine and Marty Sklar assigned X to work on The Haunted Mansion as his next project. Like on Pirates of the Caribbean, Mark Davis and Claude Coates had worked on the continuity of the attraction. It was X's task to figure out the dialogue. Unlike Pirates, where X had to use a pirate's dialogue, the Haunted Mansion was straight narration. He worked to make it spooky, but not too spooky, and he hired Paul Freese to do the narration. Then there was the music, which became a problem. In the graveyard scene, each vignette had its own musical bit, but it became a cacophony. So Buddy Baker then composed a general sound throughout the mansion, and he and Exitensio created a unifying song for the mansion. Grim Grimgirning Ghosts, again, another iconic Disney song at walt disney world x worked on the if you had wings and space mountain attractions at the magic kingdom along with three attractions at epcot center spaceship earth world of motion and the mexican pavilion in 1982 he supervised the recording for the tokyo disneyland haunted mansion although he retired in 1984 X remained with the company as a consultant and was a popular speaker at both Disney events and D23 Expos, and he was named a Disney legend in 1996. X is also honored with two windows on Main Street, USA. At Disneyland, his window is above the Opera House in Town town Square. At the Magic Kingdom, it's above the confectionery. The windows read The Musical Quill, Lyrics and Librettos by X Atencio. Although X has passed, he remains with us at Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom. When the haunted mansion doom buggies are halted, it's Exotensio who tells us that playful spooks have interrupted our tour. It's also X's voice crying out from the coffin, let me out of here. In the Disneyland version of Pirates of the Pirates attraction, Exitensio's voice still greets guests as a talking skull that appears before the drop. Pst! Vast there, the skull calls out, "It be too late to alter course." Exitensio's skull also has one of the ride's most famous lines: "Mark well, me words, mateys. Dead men tell no tales." Mm. All of us in the Diz family send our condolences to the family of Exitensio. We hope they will find comfort knowing Ex will be fondly remembered and honored by generations of Disney audiences.
0: Thank you, Michael. Appreciate that. Um, And share the sentiment. Thank you. Um, All right. With the rest of the news, Tony.
5: Okay, quickly, Cedar Fair and Peanuts Worldwide have renewed their licensing agreement to have the Peanuts characters in Cedar Fair's 11 theme parks, including Knots, until 2025. It allows them to use the characters in their attractions, entertainment, and operations. And a nice quote by Matt, we met. And. With now more than half of our parks now offering a free pre-K season pass for children, our continued showcasing of the beloved Peanuts characters underscores our commitment to entertaining young families. So there's that. And Anna and Elsa's Boutique at Disneyland is dropping makeovers. <laughs> I took days off of work when I found this out. This just rocked my world. Um, Not really, but anyways. Anna and Elsa's Boutique located in the heart of downtown Disney is now closing yeah. soon.
0: <laughs> it's got a week,
5: and, week left. Yeah, week. And when it reopens, makeovers will no longer be offered and it will be a
1: retail-only location. I guess, what, they weren't getting a lot of makeovers? Was that it? Probably, I never Probably in there.
3: It didn't have the same vibe when it went back from Studio 365 and the hairstyles didn't really match. They were they kept the same hairstyles and they just kind of renamed them. Hmm. And it just, it wasn't the same experience. I know my kids wouldn't go back. Well, and and you can basically, probably, loved it.
0: they probably moved some of it over. You probably get an Elsa look at Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boutique now, I would
2: think.
3: Oh, probably. Yeah, so 365 just gave such a nice variety, you yeah. know, compared
2: to Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boutique. Yeah. And it was just,
3: yeah. Well, just and a lot they, of that's, a lot of those hairstyles are two nineties now, mm. or two I, I just feel
4: like the uh, the the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is just so much nicer. The, the room, in my opinion, It just feels nicer. You know what yeah.
1: I mean? Yeah. I just I just thought that it, because it didn't require theme park admission, mm-hmm. it would be more popular.
3: Right. I think a lot of people just didn't realize anymore that Anna... I mean, okay, when you when you choose to take your branding so specific and making it Anna and also versus the whole, I mean, Studio 365 took it upon itself to brand themselves in conjunction with the Disney channel because 365 was a very popular segment on the Disney channel focused Mm -hmm. directly at tweens and, you know, kids who wanted to be tweens when they were seven and eight um so because of that you know when you walked in that room had a better vibe in it because you had all these big screen tvs playing um disney channel star music videos and clips from the 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 shows and things like that so it made you feel like you were especially if you had your makeover done in the center of the room which is where they they had one of the of well, four stations right in the, in the very center. And so you were right in the heart of the excitement. Yeah, and when yeah. you, when they rebranded it, if you had no interest in Anna and Elsa, you were walking right by it. Right. And so people, I'm sure after time, people forgot that they did makeovers.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm guessing it it, sense. in six months, we'll see a different shop in. I, I was gonna say
4: i I'm agree su- i'm surprised yeah. they didn't rebrand it now uh, yeah. that's what i was about yeah. to say yeah. i'm surprised yeah. that they're doing this and not just rebranding the entire shop
0: and but, and uh, who knows I, it's we'll find i think out it's in two a
1: weeks. place yeah. i think it's a placeholder shop right now okay. until something yeah. better well, comes well they've got along. so
0: much other stuff happening now change-wise that maybe they're just kind of waiting
2: do you think well, they'll you know, have a like a star wars makeover when star wars opens uh. up you never
3: know. Well, no. If they take all the mirrors and the chairs out, I mean, they had no, um, they had no electricity to those stations. They had no water to those stations, so they were just basically plopped right in the middle of it. Mm. I mean, it was a it was a dry bar makeover. Yeah.
0: All right, we are <laughs> three hours in. Okay, thank you, Tony. <laughs> Time for rapid fire. I will go first. I will be quick. Maybe a uh, fright fest is back for select nights. Now through Halloween at six flags, magic mountain. This is happening basically Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, be prepared to be scared as zombies and ghouls take over the park. Enjoy thrilling rides and activities for the whole family during, throughout the day and come back for a frightening evening as sun goes down. I'm not going to give you all the details, but there will be, there are mazes, entertainment, scare zones. Plus.
4: I'm looking forward to it.
0: Twisted Colossus, full throttle, and Batman the ride will be running with the lights off. That's cool. Uh, Fright Fest is included with your regular admission. Admission, however, any of the mazes are extra, um, and you, you pay f- extra for the mazes. And you can pay extra if you want front of the line for the mazes and all of that. But uh, do do you do you go to that, Tyler?
4: I have never been, <laughs> okay. and I uh, <laughs> and I and I got. Well, they had a deal this year. Um,
0: you you so, got the uh, annual pass. I,
4: yeah, and Me I'm too. sure you guys have talked about that they did – this is the first year, I think, ever that they're doing 365 days yes. Yes. of business. Yeah. So they had a deal where they were selling their annual pass. Yeah. You get the rest of this year and two, all of 365 yeah. days of next year for like 80 bucks. Yep. So I jumped on that. Yeah. And so I'll be going to Fright Fest this yeah, year. I, yeah,
0: I did the same thing. I don't know that I'll go to Fright Fest, but I got the I got the same deal. Cause yeah. it, but you just have to go before end of October and then they bump you up to goals and you get free parking and yeah yep. so they're, th- they're three- day three-day flash sale anyway all right um, Mary
2: Jo. well you talk about fry fest I'm talking about Dino fest <laughs> it's over exactly the, the same thing They're pretty close depends <laughs> I think it's the age group they're both um, about over things. at the it could be. Um, Natural History Museum in Los Angeles next weekend, September 23rd and 24th from 930 to 5 p.m. They're going to be having a two-day festival celebrating dinosaurs, their prehistoric past, and the science that brings their world back to life. Um, We can meet world-renowned paleontologists from the museum's Dinosaur Institute and beyond as they discuss historic and ongoing fossil discoveries from around the world. They'll also have exhibitors and they'll have rare specimens from the museum's collections. They'll also have, um, interactive, um, activities where you can explore the, uh, world-renowned dino call with the world's only Tyrannosaurus Rex growth series and a lot more. So, um, this year they're going to highlight the soon to be official dinosaur of California called the Agostinophilus Morrissey, uh, You can purchase your tickets online and receive a limited edition dinosaur pin, which you cannot trade at Disneyland, (laughs) Um, but they'll have those while supplies last. And in addition to that, you know, you have your uh, Nancy and I went a few years ago um, with Nikki and I think when we went, they had the butterfly exhibit, right, Nancy? Yeah. Right now they have the spider pavilion going on and. The, for those of you who follow the Los Angeles um, Municipal Park area or Santa Monica Mountains, uh, they tag the cougars that live in our area. So they have the story of. They, I'm sorry, 22. they tag
1: older women who are cruising <laughs> for younger men.
2: Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I just have this image now of these women with these certain earrings and tags on it. <laughs> Never mind. <Lots> of <laughs> so let me rephrase that. So the story of P-22 <laughs> is the Puma uh, who is... lives in the Santa Monica um, mountains. So he's there's always pictures of him. And he lives in Griffith Park. There's this uh, popular picture of him with the Hollywood sign behind him. And you can learn more about P-22 as well as some of the other exhibits. And this particular weekend, the DynaFest that they're going to be having.
4: Can I just say I'm cool. excited that we have a official dinosaur now? That's cool.
2: That uh, is. I,
1: I always thought it was the saber cat, or is that our is official that, that's fossil That's not a
4: dinosaur, though, is
1: it? Uh, yeah, I guess no. not. I don't know.
2: And I'm glad you said I mean, sabertooth cat, Michael, because that's the correct exactly. um, name.
1: I know. I was the teacher.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Uh Tyler you got anything?
4: Uh no. Okay, cool. No. I have uh, I went to Halloween time.
0: I see nice. yeah, you did. Uh Michael <laughs> go for it.
1: Well, fans of Tinkerbell will want to fly over to Northern California's The Vault at Stage 9 in Old Sacramento on Saturday, November 18th and Sunday, November 19th to meet Margaret Carey. Uh, Margaret was the body model for Tinkerbell in Walt Disney's Peter Pan, and she will be signing her new book, Tinkerbell Talks. And if this is like past Stage 9 events, you will need to purchase your book at Stage 9 if you want it signed by Margaret Carey. Also, um, past Stage Stage Nine events. This is on two days because usually on one of the days, this is there's a ticketed event where you have a more um, personal, uh, you know, interaction with Margaret Carey, and then usually on the other day, it's more open to the general public. So, to stay up to date on the latest details of the special event, keep listening to our show and check out the Stage Nine website, and we'll have a link in our show notes to their site.
0: Awesome, thank you, Michael, Nancy.
3: Okay. This is something I probably should have talked about a few weeks ago, but this week is the last week for the LA County Fair in Pomona. So um, things that they I mean, it is a county fair, but it is a county fair as only Los Angeles yeah. County can do it. Um, you know, besides all the usual county fair things like bands and and attractions and um, concerts and displays and crazy whack out food, um, which they, if you go to their website food has this picture something that I can only describe as maybe like a couple giant colorful marshmallows with a big blob of like some kind of cream filling with fruity pebbles on it. I I mean, it's like, but they actually have a food. They actually have a search engine where you can search any kind of fair food that you possibly want. You should go to the website is LACF.com, Los Angeles County fair.com. Um, and I mean, they have all kinds of event lists. Um, some of the new things that they had for the fair this last or this year, um, they have a um, a couple really neat art exhibits. Their floral exhibits this year are all on a theme of going underground into wonderland and really neat things um the magical world of dragons all kinds of really cool interactive exhibits um all right check out the website (laughs) yeah just tons and tons of crap tons of food and um and entertainment lots of concerts still and even things um visit the farm to learn about urban farming and um you know it's not quite the same kind of you know show your animals kind of fair. Right. Um, they even have a marching band competition, which I think might actually be over, but you could put this into your plans for next year. So, um, you know, it's never too early for those of you who have already started planning for 2018. The OC fair is always at the same time in the summer. And then, um, the end of the summer wraps out with the, the LA County fair. Of course, the OC fair is much closer to Disneyland and Pomona's kind of out there off the 60, um, but yeah, I think, you know, you don't think of county fairs when you think of Los Angeles, so I thought right. I'd throw that in there. Thank you, Nancy Tony.
5: I wanted to give everybody a little tip. If you've got some unused apps or videos or pictures, you might want to delete them from your phone because this show is going to take up all the s- space you have on your phone. So you might want to you might want to play this before the show starts, Tom. Just Great. saying. Okay. Yeah. We'll yeah. Anyways, public service announcement. Yeah, my little public service announcement. So, uh, at the Discovery Science Cube down the street, about five miles, opening September 30th is Spooky Science. Join the Monster 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 Academy, Calling All Ghouls and Goblins. It's for ages two to seven. It goes through October 31st. And it's a monster academy where students will learn hair raising science lessons from the world's most famous monsters. Frankenstein's Lab, where he's going to spark amazement with his new Van de Graaff generator, spend some time making your own slime. And join in on the Monster Academy talent show, where each monster will be showcasing their hidden science talents. It's free with admission and it's ages two to seven.
0: Very cool. Very nice. Rapid. Thank you, Tony. All right. Thank you all for those. Suck up.
5: <laughs> I just followed the, I remember when the word rapid had meaning. It used to.
1: All right. For those of you. We're not paid by the no. word like Nancy is. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, for those of you (laughs) listening live, stick around. We're going to pretend we know sports. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. Of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.